Hello everyone, and welcome to Taking a Step Back. I'm your host, Irfan, and, well, it's been around a month and a bit. I haven't released one, I've been thinking of ideas, I've been a bit busy with other things. So I thought, you know what, I think I should release something, and, you know, hopefully you guys enjoyed today's episode. So, what's today's episode? Ooh, spicy. So, I was going around asking friends what do they think I should talk about. So, I have a lot of planning when it comes into these episodes and I have a lot of ideas but mostly the ideas I do have is when I bring people as guests so those episodes are on the way but I thought maybe I should release something that's by myself so I could you know keep it a bit keep it alive a bit if you know what I mean so I asked my friend what should I talk about and he was like you know what you seem like the kind of guy who can talk about relationships why don't you touch up on that so What's today's episode? Today's episode is called Couples Therapy, which is like a small nod in when I was in high school where some for some reason people randomly asked me for relationship advice. I have no idea why, but apparently I gave decent advice. So I guess that's cool. So I thought I'd touch on, you know, relationships, how people handle them, how I personally would handle them, and, you know, just my opinion on it so before i go any further i just want to note that these are all my opinions you have the right to disagree you have the right to think that some of the things i say are bs that's up to you i admit that those things can be true but ultimately these are all things that i believe and i hope that you can at least take that at face value and if you do wish to talk more about it with me um you can check out my socials you can dm me and we can talk a bit about it i just want to let i just want to let everyone know that you know these are all my opinions they're not facts if you want proper facts you go to a professional so yeah so i want to make one thing clear when i talk about relationships just because something's called a relationship doesn't necessarily mean that it's romantic because the concept of connections is already technically a relationship. Me having a best friend is already a relationship or, you know, me having a relationship with my cat, that's still a relationship. It's a connection. But I just want to make it clear because, yes, although people do say, oh, I'm in a relationship, it usually drafts towards the concept of a romantic relationship but there are different um there are different types of relationships too so because my friend because my friends sometimes find it weird when i go you know our relationship is pretty cool and they're like we're not dating and i'm like no that's not what a relationship is so i want to make that clear for everyone out there so let's talk about the nature of relationships in and of itself right so you have to understand relationships are established and then they are formed based on the different specters or the different types of uh, the aspects of love. Yes, we it's called the different aspects of love, the different types, the different versions. Um, and love doesn't doesn't necessarily mean, you know, in a romantic way. And I'll get to that. So um, there are four types, which I learned when I was a kid. Not when I when I was a kid, but when I when I had a project, which is storge, which is uh, familial. So people say storge or storge. So it's more towards how you love your family, how you love your mum, how you love your dad, how you love your grandma. Uh, You have agape, which is unconditional love. 
So I will love this person no matter what, and blah, 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 blah. You have philia, which is love that transcends the usual definition of love. So it's the most arbitrary version of love. It's love beyond words. It's something that people can't uh, put into words, if that makes sense. And the last one is obviously eros, or romance, romantic love. Um, if you want to make it easier for you to remember the romantic version, um, Eros is the Greek god of love. He is the Greek in version of Cupid. So if you have trouble remembering that, that's just how I remember it. And they both share the same meaning. So what's our focus for today? My focus for today is obviously going to be about Eros, the, Ever the Eros version of love. So, in a sense, romantic relationships. Whoopee, this is going to be fun, isn't it? Just me um, in front of my laptop recording myself talking about love by myself. <laughs> okay, let's go on. So romantic love. I want to make it very clear. What do I view a romantic relationship as? So everyone has a different versions to what they think a romantic, a romantic relationship is. So a common misconception is the the typical high school teen drama of I like you, I like you back, let's date, it's going to be great, and all that. And there are different versions, especially you see it in like the Titanic is like a big example and all those very um, feeling-ish based rom-coms um, rom or romantic dramas or whatnot. So that's how some people view it. How I view it's a bit different. I view it to a more logical and objective standpoint. And there's a reason why. So it just helps me when, if I were to enter a relationship, it just helps me build those foundations. And I mean, it it's each to their own. People have it different ways. So this is just how I do things. So what do I view a romantic relationship as? I view it simply as one word one simple word which is responsibility i do not take romantic relationships very lightly at all and i whenever someone whenever someone like um goes up to me talks about their relationships in a very light-hearted manner as in like they take it very lightly like i am a person who will be like bro make that something that you actually prioritize to a certain extent don't prioritize it over everything else but make that one of your priorities because you're dealing with another person here another person that has affection for you so i would view it as a responsibility because there's a lot of things that you need to uphold during your relationships right so i'm going to talk about like firstly how i viewed relationships now versus how I viewed relationships in the past. It's completely different, very different. Um, I'm not gonna tell you the age of when I started to get into relationships and all that, but when I did, boy, I was so cringy. Like, I would be the type that would be like, I would use like the I love you word in like almost every goddamn sentence. I would be the type that would always text I would be the type that would always, you know, say that you're my everything and all that. Never giving them space, taking it very lightheartedly, not understanding what 
responsibility and what weight does a relationship actually bring it's just the typical oh i love you um i want to be with you you're my princess and all that it's very it's very cringy i look back at myself and i'm like what was younger me thinking like um i hate younger me with a burning passion i think 2020 me is probably the year where i got decently mature it's it's sad to say but i mean we we live we learn and yeah that was me in the past i was always talking about how you know with my girlfriend at the time it was always like oh you know this is we're gonna name our kids this we're gonna do this we're gonna do that we're gonna it was such in a light-hearted manner where there was no actual bond like emotionally and intellectually because it was so it was um it was something called puppy love where you know you have these um jitters for people and they just don't go away until at one point they do unfortunately because maybe you're bored of the other person or whatnot but sometimes that does happen so i felt like when i first started with all these relationships and stuff like that i i realized very early on that that's a bad thing to do that's a bad thing to um have when you are focusing on relationships and the thing is that was me in the past when the person i am now is very different i um i'm not as affectionate as like when i was like i am if i were to be in a relationship i wouldn't be super affectionate i would just be i would try i mean you always feel like you're on cloud nine with when you're with your significant other but I would more I would put more effort into like being more mature about it, being more you know like being more. It's is the easiest way to say it's being more mature. Honestly, there isn't a better way to put it. Honestly, that's just that's just my opinion. I think that's the best way to put it. Um, so that was me before and me now. So you can see the the biggest parallels, and I'm the type that. Like, I have a type. I mean, I should I share it? My type is just, like, I'll just base, like, very base level. My type is we like each other, but we're not super overly clingy over one another. We will do normal things in our normal lives. Um, we are not the ultimate priority of each other. Um, we have many other priorities that we need to settle. But we will always try and make time for each other at least maybe once a day or maybe once every two days. That's probably the type I would go for. That's just how I would view it, if that makes sense. Uh, and how, like, that's my kind of type. I'm the kind of person that, if I have a significant other, how I view it is they're not my everything, if that makes sense. And I'll explain more about that later on when I talk about the common mistakes I see when um, with my friends and with people I just notice when they have their relationships, which is a few. So the first one I see is the overuse of the word I love you. I don't know about you. I try so hard not to use it all the time because I... um. For me, it's a very sacred word. It's a very sacred word. So when you use it a lot, it loses meaning. For example, if 
I say I love you every day, maybe that was just like, okay, he's just saying that. Comparative to like, we don't say it. And then suddenly one day, boom, I say it like once or say it twice. Then the the weight of that meaning is very different. So that's how I view it. So it's very important to me that I establish this fact because I see people throwing that word around left and right and center, left, right and center. And I'm not happy with it. But I mean, it's not my relationship. It's not like I can do anything about it. But if it was me, if I was in their shoes, I just wouldn't do it. And I'm not going to point names. I'm not going to say people's names because that's not the person I am. But I was having a chat with one of my friends who has a girlfriend. And I was talking about him, with him about it. I was like, okay, I don't use this word. What do you think? And he's like, I use it all the time. And I was like, why? For me, it loses all meaning. His response was simple. His response just said, not if you mean it every time and not if your significant other understands that you mean it every time. And I was thinking, wow, that's interesting. Does that, does that actually, can you actually do that? Can you establish that fact? So that was very interesting for me to think about. And unfortunately, I do not believe and I do not agree with him to a certain extent for that case. Just because, yes, there are cases where your significant other does understand that it means a lot. But unfortunately, um, how do I put this? Unfortunately, the way I see it is the more you use it constantly, constantly, and over time, the less meaningful it becomes. Unless you specifically like use it for special occasions, which is what I would do if I was in a relationship. But I've also seen people who use that word like, like it's going out of style. It really is. Like I lived in a I lived in a boarding school during my high school years, and I would see my friends, you know, or my my batchmates, or even my juniors and my seniors at the time. I love you. I love you. I love you. And then, like, I don't know, two, three months, two, three weeks later, they break up. And then there's probably a Twitter feud or something, like, drama. And, I like, usually before it happens, you're just like, bro, I don't think you should use that word all the time. And then they'll be like, you know, you're not in a relationship. You don't know how it is. Um, you know, I mean it. I'm going to be with them together forever. And then when it doesn't work out, they feel they feel silly. They feel stupid. And I mean, don't be don't be an asshole and say, "Haha, dumbass!" You know, I was right. You you be mature about it. Just say it's okay. It's all right. We we all make mistakes. It's fine. You consult them. That's what you should do as a friend. But it kind of feels good when you're right. I'm just gonna point it. Uh, I'm just gonna put it out there. But yeah, um, I've seen things like that before, and they know who they are if they are listening or they're watching this. They know who they are when I mention that. I mean, it's a little, it's it's very, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of rubbing salt into the wound when I say it, so they know who they are. But um, it's an important fact that I want to put out because that is just a big misconception that I do see from a lot of people. But like I said, this is my opinion. You guys don't have to take everything I say, like, so seriously do your own research figure out what you feel like is important and all that so the second thing is uh the second thing that i th uh, i see common like the second common mistake i see well i can't even speak english the second common mistake that i see is that people can get too passionate so 
what does that mean? I'll use my previous self. Let's call let's um let's use this younger Irfan. Let's call him um Charlie. So Charlie here is the type that you know is so passionate about his love for his girlfriend. Let's just call his girlfriend. Um let's think of a name. Let's call her Laura. So Charlie loves Laura a lot. And Charlie is the type who uh, is the type that always confesses his love, always says it. Cannot stop bugging Laura. That's the kind of passion that dies out easily, which is the, number one. It dies out easily. But secondly, it's the one that drives your partner away the most. From my experience of what I've seen and what has happened to me. Um, because, like I said, young, this Charlie is a, is a dumb kid. He doesn't know any better. Now he does. So, yeah, I think when you're overly passionate about something and you can't control yourself, it becomes a big issue. Why does it become a big issue? It's simply just because it no longer becomes this relationship where it's as much as I want to say you need a mature relationship because you honestly do it's because of that maturity when you need it and um, how do I say it? it's because it's so important that uh, I need to like picture I need to learn how to say this okay give me time alright it's because of how mature a relationship should be to the point where if you don't have it then it ultimately just ends up as puppy love and it'll be puppy love throughout it could be it could be like six months of puppy love it could be one year of puppy love but if you don't allow your relationship to grow and to the point where you understand it more then for me that's a big issue so the third one for me is people with these relationships um they care what people think too much so the issue with when you care what people think um the reason why it's such a big issue is because you're building and you're building that foundation of your relationship based on what people think you're based you're uh, building it on what people's opinions are. I mean, yeah, I give advice. But you shouldn't ultimately follow everything I say. For example, you have to learn to build things yourself, establish things with your partner. And that's what makes a relationship strong. At the moment at which you, for example, you post things because you want people to see that, um, oh, you're this happy couple. You go to bird parks. You go picnicking. Um, you go on these lavish dates or you want to be the type where you post every night and go, oh, I love her so much. She's perfect. And that like, you have to post without fail because you want people to see or you build up a front of what people look at. But in reality, it's probably toxic or it's probably terrible. That's, you know, the bad, the bad parts. That's unfortunately where the bad parts start. And that's a big common mistake that I've seen, unfortunately. So, what's another one I would say is that sometimes relationships can be overly 
materialistic. So for me, that's a big issue because I don't know when I was in a relationship, I just the one like one of the first relationships I've ever had. The only thing I I could afford was like Skittles. And then I see these people buying their girlfriends Dior, Chanel, Balenciaga. Like, it's either they have money to burn, or they're just trying to wife up their girlfriend. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, um, I think that the like overspoiling them with things like these materialistic things is a big problem because then your relationship is geared more towards that. They will look forward to their gifts more than they'll look forward to spending time with you. So in a sense, you kind of become their sugar daddy, except without all the, the that stuff, if you know what I mean. So I think that over, like overly being invested in materialistic items and stuff like that is a big issue. If you do want to be overly invested in materialistic items, which is something that I would do if I really want to be invested in that kind of thing, is food. Food is fine for me. Like I don't mind spending a hundred ringgit or a hundred pounds or a hundred dollars on food, if they're full, if they enjoy the food, and if the experience is great, I don't mind. Of course, don't be broke, but if you want to spend your money, then I would suggest you spend them to a nice dinner. Dinner. Don't make it all the time. Um, something that my mum told me one time was that like you would establish like a foreground. So in Malaysia, you would just maybe go for McDonald's as like a normal date, and then when it comes to the big stuff, then you go to bigger things. But it depends with your age. I mean, the more money you have, or the more you can, the more money you use and stuff like that, maybe the higher quality of the food, the higher quality of the experience. But if you're like, I don't know, a teenager, McDonald's is fine, KFC is fine, like very even Papa Rich is decently fine, and some people would consider Papa Rich really expensive. So people might use that as like a really interesting date. So. It depends on how much you have and how much you are willing to spend. But establish a foreground and then go for maybe a, like a maybe a some higher options when that like special dates, for example, your anniversary, or if you celebrate Valentine's Day, or if it's your birthday, then you can opt into those. So that's fine. Um, so that's how I view it. I think you shouldn't be too overly materialistic. Please don't go and buy your girlfriend's like Chanel handbags every time you guys go out. That. Um, because I've I've seen people do that, and it bugs me because that's not what you should ultimately build your relationship on. It should be first and foremost an emotional relationship. It's that connection that you two share. Okay, all right, all right. So now, what are the key aspects of a relationship that I see? I have a few. Firstly, the emotional connection the values we have to a certain extent to a certain extent physical appearance physical appearance it's it's the least uh, is the least important but it is there and lastly but not least your will to keep the relationship going so these four aspects for me are very important i think there are a few more but if i remember them i'll tell them along the way because actually i'm I'm winging most of it. I'm not. It's not a, when I do a podcast. It's not an ultimate script. It's just a few things I think of, and if they come to me, then I'll talk about it. If they don't come to me, maybe I'll address it in the later episode, or things like that. So the first one, which is 
emotional uh, emotional compatibility. So it's very simple. Is if I like this person, if we vibe, you know, it could be a thing. We can we can vibe. We can talk. We can chat. We we love being in each other's company. That's the concept of emotional attachment. That's fair. That's very simple. The second one, I can't wait. I can't remember why I put the second one. Oh lord. Um, okay, I'll skip to the third one for now, which is the which is uh, the physical appearance one. So the physical appearance one is important because not it's not really important. It's the least important, but it's there. I'm just addressing it is an aspect of a relationship. It's just an aspect. It's not important at all because when people say, I love you for your personality, I like you for your personality, you appeal to me for your personality. That is the best form of relationship. Those are the best form of relationships by far for sure and but it is there i mean there has to be some form of physical appeal there has to be some form of physical appeal maybe um it, it could be very light it could be very like very minor things like the way you dress or maybe you like asian guys i, I don't know asian girls blondies those those things do can come into fruition but they are not the ultimate deciding factor of how you steer your relationship, right? So I just want to address that, and I'll put that aside. So we have the emotional one, we have the physical appearance. Um, how you tackle and your willingness to have a relationship is also very important because it shows your willpower to see how much you're invested in this relationship, if that makes sense. And the reason why it's important is because If you're not willing to put in the work, then there is no point of having a relationship whatsoever. For me, that's just how I feel. There isn't any point of you having a relationship. If you're willing to put in the effort, then it's going to work perfectly. I can't remember the second one. Uh, I'm really sorry. Um, but um, maybe if it comes back to me, then I'll talk about it. Okay? Because... If I stop now, I have to stop my recording and then go back and look at it and come back. And I don't edit, like, I don't cut parts of the audio because I want it to be very as, as raw as possible. So, unfortunately, I can't remember it and I should have written it down, but, you know, stupid me. I will make sure to write it down more in the later episodes. So I'm deeply sorry for that, but it's okay. We'll move on as we always should. And... Why are those key aspects so important and why do they matter? Okay, let's push away the physical one because it's not as important as it seems. It's not at all. Those key aspects are important because emotionally you need to maintain that emotional connection with them. Oh yes, now I remember. I remember the second one. I'll come back to it in a minute. Uh, secondly, uh, for um, the willingness to put into uh, the willingness for you to have a relationship. Very simply, um, you have to have faith in your partner. So a lot of things I see is like they want something to happen, but they're not putting enough effort for it. Or, and unfortunately, they decide to steer and look at other girls or other guys. That's not okay unless you're in a poly relationship if you're because uh, you have to like ask for consent stuff. And that's where the second one comes in. Thank heavens I remember it, which is values. Why are values so important? Okay. 
because your values are not only what you have as a value in your relationship but what you have as a value as your individual human being self so it is what you believe that you should have as a human as a person what makes you you so i'll tell you a story about uh i'm going to give an example of charlie and linda charlie is in a relationship with linda but charlie has other friends who are girls and linda unfortunately does not like that you see how it doesn't work because the values clash there linda is is the type where you shouldn't be talking to other girls because i should be the only girl in your life charlie is the type where look you are the only girl i am romantically involved with but it's not wrong to have friends so in charlie's eyes he views it as it doesn't matter if you what genitalia you have or what attributes you have if i can vibe with you on an intellectual and an emotional level i am your friend on a per- if i like your personality i am your friend linda is the type who is very particular about who he can be friends or cannot be friends with for some people it's okay for some people it's not if a guy is like yeah i agree i should start talking to other women i should only focus on you then that relationship is going to work out perfectly and you know happy for linda and that guy but at the moment that's where it clashes between charlie and linda so how do we deal with this there are a lot of ways and the biggest one is actually compromising i would say it's hard to compromise your values though but maybe charlie could limit the amount of people he talks to if he feels like he needs to or maybe if he's the type that buys gifts for his friends doesn't matter if you're a guy or a girl maybe he could try and lessen the amount of gifts he does buy for example a cup of coffee or i don't know a meal if he wants to you know buy them food you know deliver it to them and stuff um and then linda on the other hand could be less pushy and less clingy and less um opinionated when it comes to the type of girls he talks to or whatever because she needs to put more trust in Charlie because she needs to understand that Charlie has a life and he has other people in his life so it goes hand in hand they need to both compromise but it's hard f- to compromise if both of you aren't willing to so i suggest if those are the values that you want to uphold the most it won't work unfortunately I've been there a lot of people have have been there too. So I would say that that's my opinion on when it comes to compromising. But for the small stuff, sure, maybe Linda doesn't like the way Charlie dresses sometimes or Charlie doesn't like the way Linda eats or the way Linda scolds people. Maybe Linda can be insensitive for Charlie, maybe Charlie's a slob. So those are the things where you can compromise on and i think you should compromise on those things because those things are very important i would say so yeah i would say when it comes to compromising those are the things that i think you should look out for and all that now when it comes to setting what you want out of a relationship i think this is something that i find really important and it's one of the things that how i tackle it and how i view it as important when i'm in a relationship um when you are in a relationship sometimes you ask yourself where do you see yourself do you see can you see yourself with this person and if so how far are you going to go can you marry this person um are they right for you do they make you a better person and all that so 
when you're setting what you want out of your relationship is the it's more of when you are in that process of do i like them do they like me should we start so it's more of the process of starting i guess which i think i should have addressed earlier but you know it's a bit jumbled up i'm very sorry but um hopefully it's fine okay when it comes to like when you look at a person and say oh can they make me a better person i want you also to understand that the concept of you complete me and you are my fulfillment my world and my everything for me i find it as bs i am not a fan i do not agree and the reason is i think you as a human being are already complete by yourself i don't think someone else can complete you for you that's something only that you can do yourself if you feel that you're half full the only person who can make you full is yourself because you have to put yourself out there be more confident maybe have confidence in your own mentality and your own personality and maybe your own physical appearance to a certain extent so yeah i think for me in my opinion i do not like that concept the concept of you complete me you fulfill me you are everything that will make me me is a lot of bull crap how i view it is uh, how i view it is very simple it's very simple it is that i'm a complete person but you are my added bonus and you are the added bonus that makes me a stronger person for example imagine a knight he has a pretty good sword and then suddenly someone comes along and gives him excalibur he's going to be he's going to be way more powerful for those of you who play video games it's like the kind where you get like you know extra like better items or like an extra buff and all that that you that makes you last it's that kind of concept uh no don't upgrade every time let's just say you you stumble upon something that can make you a much better person at the end of the day or makes you uh someone who is genuinely ready to become a better individual then yeah that's how i would view it it is the concept of you are already a complete person but it's just someone who can make you much better than complete and it is someone who can make you you know bring out more someone who can bring more out of you not only for your benefit but for their benefit too and it's vice versa meaning you do the same thing for them you bring up more of them so that they can improve themselves so they can also make you a better person so it goes in a cycle and it's a wonderful cycle and i've seen it i have friends who've been dating for maybe a year or two where they come to me and say fun like look me and this guy or me and this girl like we maybe we don't really argue but it's just because we fit we always talk about things sometimes we do argue he's made me a much better person i used to do this i don't i no longer do it anymore he used to do this because of me he stopped things like that and i've seen those things come to life and it's beautiful it is really beautiful because they know how to make a relationship work and um i mean for those of you listening if you think i'm talking about you that's great because i want that to happen to every single individual doesn't matter if i hate them or if i don't like them i think that kind of happiness that happiness happiness is deserved by everybody
That's just my opinion. I think that, you know, the concept of love is a very fickle one. And people like that honestly make me hope more out of humanity because of, you know, it's very wholesome, I guess. But it's also because they learn to accept their differences and they learn to love one another in a way where it's better it's better than even agape it's better than unconditional it's even better than philia it is something that is indescribable but it's also eros as you can see i'm rambling but that's the kind of thing where i know that they're gonna work because they know what's important in a relationship and how they view it i have like a few friends if they are watching this and i hope you know that you are i am so happy to hear your stories and when you tell me how happy you are and i wish you nothing but the best for you and your partner okay let's move let's move on from there so now going back to setting what you want out of your relationship uh, another part of it i would say is what do you look for with this person do you see yourself getting married with them are you there for the physical benefits are you there for the emotional benefits are you there just to get a girlfriend and things like that i want to make it clear that dating for the sake of having a girlfriend is not a good thing i have so many friends who are like oh i want to date because you know i just want a girlfriend I, it doesn't matter i just want a girlfriend i hate it when people i hate it when they say that because they're settling for I'm not going to find the one. I'm just going to find some random girl and I'm going to be contempt with it, which I don't think you should be. Date because you can actually see it like yourself with them. I think that's really important because if you just date for the sake of dating, it's not going to end well. You're going to be more broken and all that. Um, little Irfan used to be like that. So little Charlie used to be like that a lot. And unfortunately, I mean, there are a lot of benefits. The benefits is that um, I am who I am today. But it took a bit of time to get there. So I would say try and avoid that because the one does exist. It's just when, where, and how. If you are a religious person, leave it up to God. If you're not a religious person, just keep trying. Find someone that you can truly vibe with. Don't jump and don't rush too quickly. Don't suddenly jump and go, I like you. Let's start a relationship. Um, out of like one conversation. Talk a bit more. Like, take things slow. That's how I view it. And that's really important for me. Because that concept of dating because you have found the one is truly how you should make those relationships happen it's someone you can actually see in your life as you know what i see them i can see them in my life more i can see them having a significant impact on my life but if things don't go that way if they go south doesn't necessarily mean they can't be in your life i have friends who i've had crushes on before but we're still good friends now we're very good friends I would consider them, some of them to even be my best friend. But that's just the type of love for them that transcends a romantic relationship. It's just, it's, that's just not us. Those things can happen too. 
and I don't think that's wrong. I don't think that's wrong. I don't. I don't think that's wrong at all. To have that kind of relationship is amazing too. And also, I want to point out that actually, single life is pretty darn good. I'm not gonna lie. Single life is so fun. You don't have to think about you know your significant other all the time. You don't have to, you know. There's a lot of things you don't have to do, and a lot of commitments that you don't have to commit to if you're so worried about it. Um, but when you do enter a relationship, and from experience, when I've entered a relationship, if you're the type where you know that they're worth it, then it's gonna be fine. For me, if I've ha- if I have a girlfriend, it's gonna be fine. We're gonna chill. We're gonna enjoy ourselves. I'm going to love it. Um. And I will obviously put in the effort and I'll put in those responsibilities, right? But if it's like um, someone who, like I said, just wants to date for the sake of dating, then there's no point. The only drawback to have to being single that I have seen is honestly when you watch romantic things. Like if you're a big fan of anime or if you're a big fan of those rom-coms or those, um, you know, those teen high school dramas. And then you're like, ah, oh, shit. It'd be great to have a girlfriend, you know that? Then, like, yeah. Those things sting. It stings a lot. But, besides that, it's pretty good. Um, So, I would say for those who are single, don't feel too disheartened. It's fine. But for those of you who are in relationships, congratulations. I'm very happy for you. And, yeah, I hope you can actually keep that relationship going because that's important. I think you should keep it going. Uh... I hope you're very happy. I hope, you know, I think they deserve you and you deserve them, but treat them right. Sorry, I was drinking water. So, what else would I say um, when it comes to relationships? Um, I would say rules as well. Rules is very important. How you should establish those rules early on. For example, no, don't do this, don't do that. Um, so they know. Be clean. For example, if you're a person who talks to a lot of girls just say um babe or whatever if you're not dating yet then whatever their name is um for example let me give a name um vanessa vanessa um unfortunately i have been talking to other girls i just want to let you know so you know no bad blood or no misunderstandings happen for me that's really important because you leave no secrets yes i forgot to mention relationships are not only a responsibility but they are trust they are all about trust. And yes, that's very important in my eyes. Why is it important? Because you have to note that you need to trust in your other, in your significant other if you want it to work. I've had relationships, unfortunately, where they go through my phone or they're not happy when I talk to other girls or whatnot. So they check my DMs and all that. I mean, it's fine. But when it comes to the point where you're like super insecure about it, then it becomes an issue because the trust isn't there. I'm not saying it's completely their fault, but that's where you come in. You also have to be more open with what you've done because, I mean, if you're going to make them your wife, they're going to know all your secrets anyway, right? Or if they're going to be your husband, they're going to know all your secrets anyway. So you might as well come clean at the start. Imagine if I I'm dating, I was flirting with someone, yeah, I'm talking to my girlfriend, like before we even you know start dating, and then it comes out. Is going to be really messy. So just at the very start to say, okay, I've been talking to this one person. I'm going to stop now. 
because I like you. Blah, 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 blah. If you can be honest like that, then everything should be fine. The issue is some people aren't honest about it. And that is what is very, very, very scary. Because when the truth does come out, and then there are those little instances where, you know, there's a lot of scuffles, that's where the problems draw. So I recommend you be very honest from the very start. Try to tell them everything. Yes, you should reserve some things because some people do have trust issues. That's fair. But try and get those big issue, big issue things out, out of the way. So that there isn't an issue afterwards. There isn't problems with your relationship afterwards. Where someone finds out the truth. Someone gets upset. It might lead to a breakup. It might lead to a big fight. It could lead to drama on Twitter. Those are the things I think are very, very harmful, in my opinion. And yeah, that is what I think you should do. So, um, I think that wraps it up for today's episode. Um... Love is a very fickle thing, I would say. It's a very interesting thing to talk about. I've, I still have some friends who talk to me about it here and there. Um, try to be more open with how you view it and be more mature. Um, the biggest example I can give you is a friend of mine one day just said, uh, Irfan, you know, my girlfriend doesn't like me for doing this. So then I told them to stop it, and they were, like, they were like, but I want them to like me for me. And I said, you can't always have your cake and eat it too. It's either you change or you don't, or either they change or they don't. If you guys can't come to an agreement, you guys have to separate, unfortunately. Try not to look at TV shows and dramas and all that, and look at that as the, the way you view relationships. The best teacher, honestly, is experience. Um, it's very hard because I wouldn't just say go into a relationship for the experience. It's just something. It's just something that comes and happens when you do enter a relationship. I would say. Um, so it's just something that does happen, but you can learn from that. I would say, in my opinion, you have to be more mature with how you view it and how you tackle these issues. And it's not because you're getting older and you should be more like an adult, but it's just because is because that's how you make those relationships last. For me, that's how I view it. Um, yeah, I think that's all I have to say about it. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Um, I want to do more like light-hearted like, topics that don't bring a lot of weight to it. Like, um, I'll give you a bit of a snippet. There's going to be an, an, one about anime. There's going to be a lot of different types of ones where we do different we do different things it doesn't necessarily have to be be it doesn't necessarily have to be me talking about an issue or about a topic it could be just me chilling with someone and we just talking about things because a podcast has different ways you can uh, you can tackle a podcast dif- uh, in many different directions and many different angles so i'm also experimenting with the content that i put out i hope you guys enjoy the content that i put out um if you don't feel free to tell me i'll love i love to know what i should and shouldn't improve on because i want to make it as enjoyable for you as possible and i want to let out the best that i have to offer so 
yes, this has been Taking a Step Back with Irfan, your host. Um, stay safe, everyone. As Hadi, my co-host on my other podcast, would say, wear your seatbelts, fasten them, stay safe. Um, it's still COVID. You know, wear a mask. Only go out when you need to. Keep the Keep yourself distance well. And I'll see you soon. Thank you for listening. I love um, the fact that you have, you know, gone gotten this far. You've heard me, and you've decided to take your time, take sorry, take some of your time to listen to me. And I appreciate that a lot. I can't thank you enough. And I'll see you in the next one. Bye.